Yo, what is up, everybody? Your boy E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast coming at you with another episode. All right, I took a week off last week. Actually, I didn't take the week off. I didn't do a live show. <clears throat> I didn't do a YouTube uh, episode. But I went ahead and I recorded on uh, audio only, and I gave you my quick express breakdown of some Week 16's you know, playoff picture. And I'm going to give you that at the end of the show as well, where we're at, where we're standing today. As of the end of yesterday, and I know we got one more game going on tonight, the Buffalo Bills and the Bengals, which has a lot to do with, you know, um, uh, placement in the playoff picture and all that good stuff because we're only one week away, man, and we start the postseason. But I am going to give you the top takeaways, and we had a bunch of good takeaways this week because there was a lot of stuff on the line, man. Let me tell you something. When the week started, when the week started, all right, we actually had the Eagles could clinch a the East. And the number one seed with a win today. And, you know, Jalen Hurst has been out. We all know that. Also, um, and, you know, Minshew Magic has been there. And, you know, they, they had a tough loss against the Cowboys last week. The Buccaneers could clinch the NFC South, all right, with a win. The Giants, my Giants, can uh, clinch a playoff berth for the first time since 2016 with a win against the Colts. The Miami Dolphins, tough one right here, could clinch a playoff berth with a win or a New Jersey with a, with a win and a New Jersey loss. So they had to win and Jersey had to lose. You know what I'm saying? New York Jets, I'm sorry, not Jersey. They're playing New Jersey anyway. But let, let me, let's get this started, man, with, with my boy. My boy, Danny Dimes, bro. Daniel Jones, man, delivered. He delivered the freaking goods, all right? Let's, let's not get it twisted. My man finally delivered the goods. I've been hard on this kid all year because, again, I am a Giants fan. And, you know, he's been tough, man, to watch going from a great, uh, outlook and perspective when he was a rookie and then having such a bomb year the last couple of years but this year man thank you to the coach of the year by the way coach of the year brian dable that dude is the coach of the year because what he was able to do with his giants offense and create something for daniel jones to be successful all right look had a great season so far for the season 67 percent completion percentage over 3200 passing yards 15 touchdowns Five interception, which is the key, is five interception. He passed the ball. He only had five picks or 15 touchdowns, 3,200 passing yard. That is huge, all career high. Look, again, check out these numbers on the ground. Seven touchdowns, seven rushing touchdowns, 708 rushing yards, all right? This is like the most a Giants quarterback has ever had. He's up there in the top, man. You know, he's not, he's no like Justin Fields. He's no Jalen Hurts. He's no Lamar Jackson when it comes to rushing the ball. But the dude is athletic enough, has enough, you know, ability, which this is what we saw in the, the small sample size for a season when he took over for Eli, and um, he's putting it together. Really good season for Danny Dimes. You know he's going to get that contract because the Giants really have no other options. There's nothing else out there better than him uh, after this year. But look, it was a great game. 38-10, to 10, it was a complete shellacking. The Giants poured on in the second quarter, 24. Daniel Jones again, let me give you, let me give him the props. He delivered the playoffs to... The Giants is the last great, is the last time when it was a team led by the great Eli Manning. He had two touchdowns, 177 yards passing, two touchdowns, ran for 91 yards, two more touchdowns, game of, game of the day. I mean, Barkley, look, 12 snaps. Let's keep Barkley safe, man, because we're going to need him in the playoffs. We're going to run Barkley until the wheels fall off in the playoffs. Another great season for Barkley, man. So far, he has 10 touchdowns on the ground. 1,300 rushing yards for my boy Saquon. They should all get a break next week. Uh, also, Saquon had a de- has had a decent um, season overall. 338 passing yards, 57 receptions, man. This is a really good season for Saquon. Saquon, Vince Saquon, 
I'm not going to talk about the Colts because they suck. And, uh, you know, Jeff Saturday uh, did a decent job with whatever he had given to him in the middle of the season. So um, I don't know why he started Nick Falk. That was stupid. Anyway, um, <clears throat> you got the Giants have made the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Great jobs. Again, Brian Dable deserves the coach of the year in my book. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. It is what it is. My man, Brian Dable, gets the coaching, the coach, uh, the coach of the year award, baby. All right. Most improved team. Most improved players should actually go to Danny Dimes. I'm telling you. Most improved players should go to Daniel Jones. Giants in your and comeback player of the year is Saquon Barkley. So let's bring it all back. Let's get to the playoffs. Let's upset some people. All right. And I'm going to hit the playoff picture in a little bit. Uh, what? How does it look right now based on the week 17 standings? And uh, game outcomes. Now, moving on to the Dolphins, man. Dolphins came in today with a win. They clinch. If you win, you're in. And they needed a a, a loss from the New York Jets. The Jets lost. That happened. I'm not even going to touch that game. They, they got shellacked. Uh, again, the Jets had a good season. Overachieved in my book. That's going to be a good team to watch out next year if they get their whole offense straight. But the Dolphins, man, you know, they start the game with Teddy Bridgewater, who, again, does not finish a game. I think Teddy is time to retire because, gosh, every time this kid gets an opportunity, he can't finish a season. He can't play more than four games. He started He started two games for the Dolphins, and both of them he's gone out twice, all right? Uh, again, 23-21, to 21, there was not a lot going on in this game. Again, the, the Dolphins Achilles heel is a running game, but this time it was just, again, the Bill Belichick special. I call the Bill Belichick special this season his defense. Again, they had another pick six. The six, I think it's the second consecutive game where they've turned the ball over for a touchdown. Like, look, and their their game was was non-existent. Daniel Jones had a decent game, twenty for thirty-three, two or three on the on the over the air, two touchdowns. Running game, Stevens has been out to lunch the last couple of games. I know he's been hurt. But they didn't do a great job rushing the ball either. They actually had less rushing yards in Miami, which is usually the other way around. That's their game. But it was that defense. The the defense, again, with that pick six is a Belichick special. That That's what brought it back. You know, Mark Jones, uh, you know, he, he did what he did. He, he made some clutch throws. But uh, at the end of the day, man, you know, the Giants, I mean, the Dolphins did not have Tua back there, who, again, is out for concussion protocol. And, and let's, let's talk about this. This is another problem. I mean, this kid has had what? He's been a concussion protocol now both both times already this season. That's a problem. The Dolphins, in my book right now, are the team out looking in. It doesn't look favorable because of the injuries. Uh, they play the Jets, which they should beat the Jets. But the Patriots right now are holding that lead because, you know, it is what it is, man. They have the tiebreaker against the Dolphins as well. So, I don't know. Um as of today, the Patriots are looking as the, as the number seven seed in, in the East, in the AFC. So, uh, crazy. But the Dolphins right now, their season looks like they, it, they're they still automatically, technically alive, mathematically alive. So, we're going to hit that with the playoff picture at the end of the podcast. Let's move on to the next top storyline, top game. Wow. Let, you know, I'm, first of all, I'm going to start this with giving Sam Darnold and that whole coaching staff and that whole organization credit, the Carolina Panthers. Because... This is a, a, a year where they trade their best player in uh, Christian McCaffrey. They fire their head coach. I guess they made the wrong decision with starting the year with Sam Darnold because they looked horrible. I mean, I'm sorry, not Sam Darnold, with Baker Mayfield because they looked horrible with Baker Mayfield. And then they, they, they bring in P.J. Walker. Finally, they bring in Sam Darnold in. He was like the third-string quarterback, and he's done great. Actually, Sam, let's get credit where credit is due. Sam Darnold, 
may be playing himself into a starting job next year, whether it's with the Carolina Panthers or another pedestrian team. Because last night, he had his best game, I think, I'd say, bro. 341 yards over the air, had three touchdowns, 62% completion percentage. He went battle head-to-head with the GOAT. Uh, you know, Sam Darnold this year has had two rushing touchdowns, 74 rushing yards. This is a small sample size. He hasn't played that many games. I mean, Sam Darnold, I mean, look, let's look at his offensive numbers. I forgot to point that out. So far this year, he's had seven touchdowns and one pick, and that was in 1,100 passing yards. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And you got to give credit where credit is due. He came in, and he's turned that team around. I think he's gotten a couple of wins uh, so far in this whole mix. So, But look, he battled the GOAT head-to-head there, back-to-back, head-to-head. They were leading at one point, uh, but Tom Brady had a Tom Brady game along with his new found new again connection, I guess, with Evans, who's been completely disappearing. I mean, Brady had, again, a Brady game, man. This guy's 45 years old, all right? 432 yards, three touchdowns, all right? Three of those touchdowns did go to Mike Evans, who had himself over 200 receiving yards, 10 receptions, three touchdowns. It was all Mike Evans and Brady. And if this is something that is going to start clicking again, because he hasn't been clicking all year, wow. I would. It's bad. It's going to be a bad matchup for anybody who faced the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are going to get out of the first round. But they got Tom Brady on the side, and with a resurgence of Mike Evans, it's going to get nasty. That running game needs to get straightened out, though. All right, it, it does. Look, Godwin had himself 120 uh, receiving yards as well. That offense looked the best it has looked all year long. And in regards to Tom Brady, look, a 45 years old. Everybody has said he's lost it. Whatever. Look, this guy. I mean, if if any quarterback in the league who's not 45-year-old can have a, for the season, 4,610 passing yards, 66 completion percentage, 24 touchdowns and nine picks, those are, those are numbers that give quarterbacks a long-term contract, all right? And Tom Brady's doing it at 45. And here he is winning another division title, his 19th division title of his career. I mean, this, he just keeps like adding more and more hardware to his mantle. He keeps adding more and more numbers and stats and yards and touchdowns to his record-breaking career and Hall of Fame career and the greatest player in the NFL, making it hard for other people to catch him and break all these records that he has set. Again, the go does it again. Mike Evans came alive. And let's take a look. Mike Evans, again, has been disappearing. Hasn't had a great season. Only has six touchdowns for the year. 77 receptions. Three of those came today. That tells you the story of the game of the year for Mike Evans. Chris Godwin, again, is gonna, probably going to... Look, Chris Godwin... He, he, also, Mike Evans, with a bad year that he's having, he's also had another uh, 11 over 1,000 yards receiving receiving freaking year, right? Which I think that makes it like every single year of his career is insane some type of record. Godwin's going to break 1,000. He has 968 uh, receiving yards as well. But again, the, the running game is going to be key and it looks like that's going to be, that's the Achilles heel for this team. They know they could pass it. But shout out to the Panthers. They they did their job, man. They're, usually the rushing attack is what usually sets them apart from everybody else. Wasn't there. I mean, the, the, the Bucks they did a great game plan and stacking that box and running that, that running game. Stopping that running game for the Panthers. But, um, hey, it is what it is, man. 
It is what it is. The GOAT has another 19th division title. Um, let's move on. The Jets and the Seahawks. Oh, man. The Jets and the Seahawks. They, um, they you know, the Seahawks are staying alive. The Jets lost. We knew, I don't think the Jets were going to be, was going to be in this type of scenario anyway. I don't think the Jets, I think the, the, the team already met their, met their, um, met their ceiling this year. Uh, that's, that's what I thought. Met their ceiling this year. Uh, they, they outperform all the expectations and great defense. That's a championship caliber defense, boys and girls. I'm telling you, that's a championship caliber defense. If, if I've ever seen one, um, yes, they have a lot of, um, a lot of offensive, uh, challenges here, but with that being said, look, the, the future is bright. I give, uh, Robert Sala a heck of a job, man. I like that dude. He's a heck of a coach. He leads these men. People follow him. People listen. So next year is going to be great for the Jets. Enough time on the effing Jets. Uh, let's go to the Seahawks, who are still technically alive. Him and them in Detroit are fighting for that last NFC spot. Uh, great, great uh, head-to-head collision. I love this for the Seahawks. Geno Smith has been a great story this year, as we all know. Had a pedestrian game, 183 passing yards, two touchdowns. But, you know, they went back to the bread and butter, which is the running game. DJ Dallas, 43 yards on the ground. Kenneth Walker, 133. This is the whole chemistry when you, you beat good defense by running the ball. And this is a team that doesn't make the playoffs. They may get some upsets here. Again, story of the year has been Geno Smith. Man, Geno has 4,000. 4,069 passing yards, 70.2% uh, completion percentage, 29 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Get ready. Open up the money. Pay this kid his money. Uh, I mean, he doesn't get Mahomes or Dak money, but he's going to get some good He's gonna get some good change up in here, man. He's going to happy for Geno, uh, veteran, quarterback, pedestrian. All his career has been, you know, bouncing back and forth, but did his thing. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be back there with Seattle next year. But they're alive in the playoffs. Those are the Seahawks. One of the teams that, again, had the division under control has slipped at the end of the year. Again, they're, they're overachieved with Geno. Geno has overachieved. Nobody saw this coming from Geno. The team is, is, is uh, definitely played better, unlike his counterpart and Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. They're doing it with a lot less money and a lot, and they've got a lot of things. They have a lot of assets, bro. A lot of assets, thanks to the Russell Wilson trade, to play on next year and make this team better and uh, put pieces around Geno. But the Seahawks, 8-8. Eight and eight. Are still alive, and we're gonna hit that in a little bit uh, as we hit the playoff pictures and what we got left and what we got going on. Man, uh, and this is another great storyline. And first of all, I am gonna come out here and take my beating because of what I said. But it's four four games ago. I said stick a fork in the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they are done for the season. So is Aaron Rodgers. Man, again, look, this is a story learned, boys and girls. Don't ever bet against goats. Aaron Rodgers is an asshole as he is, and as a pain in the ass and an ego maniac as the as he is and cocky or whatever he is one of the goats he's one of the greatest at the at the quarterback position ever to ever put him on and uh and sling that pick pick skin baby i mean that's 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 aaron Rodgers. he is the goat one of the greatest and he's proven it by winning four in a row and keeping the packers alive in the playoff picture this is nuts all right and what a better way to keep that train moving, right, and that momentum going, then beating the Minnesota Vikings, who are 12-3, and three, division rivals. So these, these two teams don't like each other, all right? They don't like each other. But for Aaron Rodgers to come in and slap them around, it's pretty darn good, all right? They came, the Vikings came to Wisconsin, you know, and then the Vikings destroyed the Packers at the beginning of the year when they went to, uh, when they played them in Minnesota. But they came to Lambeau, man. 
and it was a completely 41-17 to shellacking. It was not even closed. The Vikings put 14 points in the fourth quarter for garbage time, fantasy status. But Aaron Rodgers has finally, and this team has finally figured it out. And I kept saying it all year long, right, over and over again. Why in the hell are they not pounding the ground with their studs running backs? All right, why in the hell are they not running the ball with Aaron Jones and Thunder Thighs, A.J. Dillon? All right, they, 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 Jones and Dillon are like the Zeke and Pollard comparison because they both have similar outlooks. Aaron Jones can run it, explosive, long, you know, long-range uh, running guy, can also catch the ball. Thunder thighs, baby, pounding in the ground. Nobody can stop that dude in the goal line. And again, look, A.J. Dillon had a touchdown. Seven so far for the season, 41 yards. Aaron Jones, 14 attempts, 111 rushing yards. This is what you got to do here. And, and they suffered, and you know, and I know their wide receiving core is new, it's young, but this is what you do. You run the ball to help these kids. Look, Watson came back from concussion, did not have a great game. Uh, doesn't matter. Robert Tanyan had a reception, had a touchdown. Leading receiver was 59. It wasn't a great game over the ground. They knew what they needed to do to work the secondary because the, the the Vikings does have a good they have a good secondary. So, but look, Rodgers normal game, 159 passing yards and a touchdown. Did not make any mistakes. Uh, it was all up to the ground. They convincingly beat the Vikings uh, without even a doubt. Cousins had himself an ugly game. Passed with three interceptions. I know this team has been winning a lot coming from behind. But it was a great, great job from the defensive side from uh, Minnesota. You got to give them credit. They came in. They did what they were supposed to do. They they let they let in time of possession. Uh, they controlled the clock. They played great defense. It is what it is. It was it was it was just what they did today. They needed to win in order to stay alive. And look, guess what? They did. They're eight and eight. They're technically alive. Aaron Rodgers, as asshole as an asshole as he is. He is saying that he is he does, does want to make the playoffs. He said it three games ago, and he's speaking it to existence and playing it to existence. So, better way for the Packers to stay alive than to slap around the Vikings, their uh, cross rival there, their division rival. Who uh, again, they're twelve and four. Vikings are already you know they're destined to make the playoffs. Uh, another team playing for a a uh, top seed. Oh man, uh, top there's a lot of good storylines this week, man. But we're not we're not done yet. We are not done yet. We are ready. We are ready to talk some uh, scenarios here. There's some scenarios right now, and uh, we're about to get ready to uh, hit some of those scenarios right now. Let's see what we got. Um, hey, Gina, thank you for stopping. Thank you for saying hi. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, just uh, I guess it's hard when you do it when you do a one man band. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we definitely um, want to hit the top. Playoffs uh, scenarios here real quick. Where we are at right now, because there is going to the last game of the season, going to the last, I'm sorry, last week of the season, there is some issues. There is some uh, drama still left in the NFL. That's why we love the NFL, baby. You know what I'm saying? So let's cue the music for that one. Let's see what we got. Let's get some, let's get some, let's get the blood pumping, baby. And let's talk playoff scenario, baby. Let's talk some playoff scenarios right now. And hold on a second. I need my boy. I need my boy, Dick. Uh, it's not Dick Fernando. I, I always confuse him, but my boy right here to help us out and cue us in. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Of course, we got to talk about playoffs, my man. We got to talk about playoffs. That's Mara, Jim Mara. I, I keep forget. I confuse him with Dick Fernando. I don't know why, because they both have white hairs. Anyway, let's take a look at the AFC. 
scenarios here. All right. Um, we have the Bills at 12 and 3. They will clinch. This is the number one seed for the AFC. They will clinch the number one seed and home field advantage throughout the playoffs and the bye week with a win at the Bengals tonight. All right. And a win versus the Patriots. They need to win two games in order to. So they got to play this out. Play this out for the rest of the season. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. All right. Can uh, clinch home field advantage with a win against the Raiders next week. A Bill loss today. If the Bills lose today against the um, the the Bengals and they win against the Raiders next week, boom, there we go. Home field advantage, bye week. Also, if they uh, or if the or or if there's a law, or they're also beat against. Uh, I'm sorry, or if the Bills lose against the Patriots in the final season, it's kind of confusing. The Bengals are 11 and four right now with a win versus the Bills tonight and Ravens. And a Chiefs loss versus the Raiders, they they clinch top home field advantage and the bye week. This is where we're at. It's a little confusing. I know the bottom line: Bills got to win. They got to beat the Bengals, all right, and they got to beat the Patriots, all right. The Chiefs they already won their game this week, so the Bengals have to lose today against the Bills, all right, and uh, and and the Bills have to lose against the Patriots as well, or or, or next week. But the, they still have to win, so they still have to. So they all have to play next week and win. In order for this to happen. And there have to be some solutions here to lose. AFC South title, man. The resurgent Jaguars. That's another Cinderella story. All right. They either win or tie versus the Titans next week. They're 8-8. Eight and eight, And the Titans are 7-9. and nine. So if the Jags beat the Titans or tie, they win the AFC South title. They're in the playoffs. The Titans need to beat the Jaguars. That's it. It's either win and you're in for the Jags. I mean, for the Titans as well, in order to make the playoffs and also win the AFC South. I'm rooting for the Jags here. I really like that team. I like what Trevor Lawrence has done. Uh, I love Travis ATN. I love all the pieces they put around, and it's it's really good. I, that team is, I'm telling you, man, and next year, yeah, next year they have, uh, what's my dude from uh, from Alabama who came from the uh, Atlanta Hawks? Oh, I can't forget who it is. Um, cannot freak, I can't forget who it is. Thank you, uh, Gina. Yeah, Jim Morris was a little while ago. Um but yeah, I needed. Uh, I keep forgetting who it is. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Right now, it's gonna be a Jaguars next season, and this dude is a Pro Bowl type wide receiver. So get ready. There's a lot of tools, man. A lot of tools that uh, my man uh, Trevor Lawrence is gonna have at his disposal. Next, the AFC title, baby. It's all up for grabs. All right. The Bengals clinch with a win versus the Bills, or a win versus the Ravens. So the win today, they clinch. On Monday night, they lose and they beat the Ravens. They uh, they get the AFC North title. That's pretty much where we're at with the Bengals. The Bengals are in it to win them at all over the place. Again, the Bengals to me are the horse, the dark horse, because they're doing the same thing that they did last year when they when um what's his name? Uh, my boy Joey Money, Joey Shiesty, Joe Burrow, Burrows actually uh, willed them to the playoffs, to the Super Bowl. Same picture. I'm watching the same movie right now, looking the way that Burrow was playing with Jamar Chase and Higgins and that stud of a team the number seven seed wild card this is nuts right here we're in the afc the number seven seed wild card scenario there's a lot of teams that are still technically alive for that seventh seed patriots clinch with a win against the bills or a dolphins loss versus the jets and a Steelers loss versus the browns yes patriots have multiple scenarios working for them 
beat the Bills, you're in. Dolphins lose against the Jets, and the Steelers lose versus the Browns, they will be in if they don't beat the Bills. So that's where they're at. The Dolphins, they got to win against the Jets, and the Patriots have to lose against the Bills. Simple as that. The Dolphins got got to win, and then they got to hope that the Bills, that the Patriots lose against the Bills. The Steelers, who were 8-8, eight and eight, great win last night against the Ravens, by the way. They got to win versus the Browns, and the Dolphins have to lose against the Jets, and the Patriots have to lose against the Bills. So they not only have to win, but they need a Dolphins loss and a Patriots loss. And shout out to uh, Tomlin, man. What a heck of a coach, man. Look what he's done with this year. Has him in contention for the playoffs. 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Kenny Pickett, rookie quarterback, who has his, has his ups and downs, is also you know is, is learning, tripping. It's what you're supposed to do with a team with a bad O-line. But great job, Tomlin, man. I love that dude. He's a heck of a coach, and he's a great leader. The Jags, baby. They have to. Uh, the Jags, they lost. Uh, right now, the Jags, like I said, they got to win the, the, the AFC South, beating the Titans, and then uh, the Dolphins and Patriots. So if they lose to the Titans, their only other way to make it is... The Dolphins and the Patriots and the Steelers all have to lose. So if they lose against the Titans, which we know if they win, they win the, the AFC title, so they're into the playoffs. But if, let's say they lose against the Titans. They still have a mathematical uh, possibility because the Dolphins need to lose, the Patriots and the Steelers need to lose, and the Jacks will come in if they lose against the Titans. It's like a tongue twister, man. It's insane. It's really insane. I love it. Um, yeah, Gina, I agree with you too, Gina. I think the Bengals will take it tonight. They are on, on fire. On fire. They are on fire. Oh, you bench Brady, man. Man, you, yo, Bandy, thanks for listening. You bench Brady. Hey, dude, you, did you win the title, bro? Because I know you were like one of the guys competing, right? Uh, but he would he would deliver you the uh, the Bandy ball, baby. Uh, anyway, NFC scenarios, the number one seed uh, and home field advantage remaining here is the Eagles who've lost two in a row. Jalen Hurts is probably going to play at the end of the season. There's no doubt about it. He's going to go play. I mean, Minshew has been, you know, he was a little iffy yesterday. Uh, but look, the Eagles win with a win against the Giants, which is going to be very, uh, it's going to look very possible because the Giants are probably going to go ahead and um, sit everybody and rest everybody for the playoffs. I would do that. It's, they have nothing to lose, right? Uh, so, the Giants, they, they got to win. The, they got to beat the Giants next week, last game of the season, and or a loss to the 49ers, all right, or or, or the um, Cowgirls here, or the Cowbitches, losing to the Commandos, okay? And yeah, they're not the Commandos, the Commandos. But, but, but wait a minute, what is up with that new mascot? And I'm sorry to digress of the Commanders, bro. What the hell is that as a pig? I mean, they made a big reveal. That, that organization is it's a freaking dumpster fire, man. That organization needs to be, like, gutted from the you know from the front office down, man. Except for Ron Rivera. He's a good dude, but I can't believe he said he didn't know what the hell was going on with the standings. Anyway, the 49ers, baby. Hey, Gina, your 49ers are in the building. And uh, just to uh, just to give you a an idea, I put a futures bet three weeks ago for them to uh, make it to the Super Bowl. So, therefore, I am rooting for them on the low key there, and I'm probably going to do a couple of other bets. But the 49ers... Uh, we'll clinch the division, the top seed, uh, win against the Cardinals, and we need the Eagles to lose to the Giants. Unfortunately, I highly doubted that we're going to go ahead and... Uh, uh, I hi- I highly doubted that we're going to go and... Um, we're going to go ahead and play our starters, so I think the, the loss to the Giants, to the, to the Eagles, uh, it's going to be a little tough. But uh, either way, it's going to be... It's, it's going to be... It's going to be a great, great week 18 so far for those 49ers who, again, man, the Brock... You got to smell what the Brock is cooking. 
this dude is the next coming of, I hate to say this, but, you know, the last rookie quarterback to come in and replace a quarterback and uh, run the tables and win the, the Super Bowl was Tom Brady. Remember that? When he came in for Drew Bledsoe back when he was a rookie, 2001? Hey, it's looking very similar here, man. Like I always say, championship defense. Niners got that great running attack, CMC. All right, and, and whoever the backup running backs are because, you know, Kyle Shanahan is the best running back uh, coach and scheme creator in the history of this game. And uh, look, you got Kittle, nasty. Debo's coming back. They got a good team. Uh, and if this kid just keeps making games with minimize, you know, minimizing the mistakes, even though, yes, there was a little, it was probably his worst game as a pro, but he has the it. He has the it that could carry this man. I would leave Jimmy in that bench for the rest of the season. But anyway, the 49ers clinch a division. If they uh, they uh, they got to win, the, they got to beat the Cardinals, and the Eagles need to lose to the Giants. The Cowboys, uh, 12 and four, they got to beat the Commanders, and the Eagles need to lose to the Giants, and the 49ers need to lose to the Cardinals. So there's a lot of scenarios here. This is up for grab at the end of the season. Um, it's very simple. The NFC East title right now. You got the Eagles and the Cowboys battling out. So the Gi- if the Eagles beat the Giants, and uh, they they win the division. Let's say they lose to the Giants. Highly unlikely. The Commanders, the Cowboys need to lose to the Commanders, and they'll clinch that division. Uh, Again, the Cowboys beat the Commanders. Eagles need to lose. Simple as that. Cowboys win. Eagles lost. Eagles got a little more uh, room there to clinch that NFC title. Number seven seed scenarios here right now. Crazy, my man. This is is my favorite one, right? Number seven seed for the NFC. The Packers are eight and eight, right? They need to win. They need to beat the Lions, who are facing at the end of the season. So here's the thing. It's win and you're in, pretty much. So the Packers need to beat the Lions. That's it. They win, they're in. The Lions, who are also 8-8, eight and eight, are in contention for this, you know, 7C uh, wild card. Uh, you have to, um, they have to beat the Packers and the Seahawks have to lose to the Rams. So there's, you see this right here? They're, they still have, they, they need another, a little bit more help. So the Seahawks need to lose to the Rams and they, the Lions got to beat the Packers in order to make it in, this game is going to be my pin game of the week. I'm going to pin that game. I'm going to be all over that game next week. The Seahawks, again, they're in this, this middle. It's great, great season for the Seahawks. They got to beat the Rams, and the Packers have to lose to the Lions. The only team here that needs to win, that needs to win, and that's it, is the, the Packers. They win, they're in. The Lions, again, they need a little bit more help. The Seahawks need to lose. They also got to beat the Packers. And uh, the Seahawks, not only they got to beat the Rams... But the Packers have to lose. So for the Lions and Seahawks, man, they got to win their games and the Packers have to freaking lose. So I don't know who's going to be rooting for what. Wow, that was a lot. That was a lot, man, that I uh, broke down here in a little bit. But um, I love it. I love it. Uh, it's week 17. I love the way this season is. Uh, I love the way this season is definitely. It's definitely uh, looking right now. I love it. I love the way the season is looking right now. And um, like I said, I call him the Brock, Gina. It's my boy. Uh, love, love the way that... Um, the season is ending right now, and this is what any every football fan, right? Anybody that likes to talk football, talk sports, this is what you want, man. You want all this drama, you want all these scenarios because it's what makes the season great. It's what makes the season great. I love it. I love it. And um, look, I'm gonna be here next week breaking this down, giving you my top storylines again, but also probably do a little prediction, uh, playoff prediction, first round prediction to do this right now. So uh let's go. Let's go, man. Um, let's do this. So anyway, everyone, thank you for listening. Yo, Bandy, Gina, I appreciate the, um, joining the, the podcast today and uh, giving me your comments. Much love. Uh, great. By the way, listen to these two. Gina repping the Bay. Everything San Francisco. 
out from the West Coast, man. You gotta you gotta listen to her. Big 49ers fan knows her shit. Listen to her and um hey drop if, drop your uh your, your stuff in the comments there. Uh for anybody that watches video can see where they could find you. Also, for them flex, my man Bandy up in here. All right. Knows his shit too, man. Great fantasy content. Knows his football, man. Huge, huge Tampa Bay Bucks fan, bro. He loves Tom Brady. Uh, but anyway, check these two people out. They know their stuff. You want to get you want to get some information about fantasy football? Definitely hit my boy Bandy up. Gina, great, great out, bro. Great break. Uh, gay, ah, man, I'm stumbling here. Great game breakdowns from Gina's side. Appreciate you all. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is your boy, E-Man, from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast, signing out another week. We'll see you definitely next week when we um when we do this one more time